This is Orange Nation, brought to you by Charles Heating and Air Conditioning with Stephen Fonte and Seth Goldberg. Hour number two of Orange Nation underway on ESPN Radio, and we kick off hour number two as we do it this time every Tuesday by bringing out the Hall of Famer. Floyd Lilly is brought to you every week by Drivers Village and by William Matar. Floyd, uh, great to hear from you as always. Um, you were in town for the Syracuse Clemson festivities. Uh, it was a big weekend on campus for a whole lot of reasons, and the, the game itself was just part of it. Let's just start there. What was the weekend like for, for you being back and, and seeing a, a big-time college football game back inside the Carrier Dome? Well, it was awesome. I mean, just to see how many people were there. I don't think we've had that many people in 20 years. It was an unbelievable experience. For a lot of the Syracuse fans to come out and see a game, to see the number one te- uh, te- uh, team in the country uh, play against uh, their team. Uh, although we played them well the last two years, it uh, they bombarded us this year. I counted the coaches and, and uh, managers on the sideline. It was like 45 of them. It looked like they had two teams out there with so many players out there. But our team just got to get a little bit more consistent. Uh, I know we got nine games to go, and we just have to play a little bit better. You know, Floyd, when you when you have a game like that on a Saturday, uh, what you know, what's the 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 toughest part of transitioning and and then moving towards the next week? Because Syracuse now has a couple of games that you know you looked at at the beginning of the season and said, hey, they should win, but now they seem like big games. How do you transition into we got to focus on the next week? We got to get past that loss. Well, every game is a big game, and that's why they they play them one game at a time. I thought last week they was looking ahead to a Clemson. That's why they got beat by Maryland who got beat by Temple. But uh, I thought we were looking ahead last week uh, to Clemson, but we had played Clemson in the last couple of years pretty tough, uh, beating them one time and going in the overtime the other. I, I just, in my opinion, as you guys know, I picked, I said Syracuse going to win this game because they're going to be home. They played them well. They went in overtime last year. Uh, but uh, we just got to get it up a lot more consistent offensively. Uh, we're a lot better team than we showed on national TV last uh, on Saturday. But our team just got to get a little bit more consistent and play a lot better. But overall, it was a great weekend. We had more people in the stands than I've seen in many, 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 many years. Uh, The fans were enthusiastic. They booed when the Clemson team came out. They did what other teams do to us. So having our our fans back again was huge for the Clemson game. You know, you look at the the final scores, forty-one to six. It didn't feel like a forty-one-six game, and and I I said this to Seth yesterday. I said this game was was awfully close to actually being close. When you look at the, all the missed opportunities that that SU had, when you look back on the Syracuse Clemson game, is that what stands out to you the most, Floyd? The the missed opportunities that Syracuse had, you know, three three times inside the ten yard line and, and yeah, did not yeah, score a yeah. touchdown. Yeah, I know, I know. Uh, I'm glad you could see it that way, Steve, because that's the way I saw it. We made too many mistakes, made too many errors, uh, uh, miscues, uh, guys dropping balls, uh, interceptions. But but the game was a lot closer than the score would would indicate. But you're right. I'm glad that someone else saw the game the way I saw it. We had opportunities. We missed the opportunities. We just got to get better overall, the whole team. Just got to do some things that, that we can win with and continue to be consistent. And what we do, I think we'll be okay. We've got nine games to go. If we win half of them, we'll be fine. 
You know, Floyd, looking at your position at running the ball, you know, Syracuse struggled, and, and there's a number of reasons. It's Clemson's defensive line. It's it's the offensive line in front of them. Um, it's, it's, I'm sure, some of what they are doing as well. Um, you know, I want to focus on the offensive line, and, and you hit on this a little bit at the Brewfest, and, and you and Joe Morris both talked about some of your former offensive linemen, but how important is that offensive line to the success of a running back? And when they're not opening it up, opening up holes, how difficult does that make it? Well, I, you know, I'm kind of used to that playing for the Broncos for many, many years. Uh, I made three-yard runs, but I had to break three tackles. And when you are in a situation where the defensive line is in your backfield and you can't even get the ball to your receiver or to your running back, it makes it tough. We just got to get better. We, we didn't have our center. I saw him on the sideline in, in civilian clothes. Uh, so we missed him. Uh, we just got to get better offensively. We got players, but they just got to play better. How about the, the halftime ceremony? Uh, since we have you, I wanted to get your thoughts on the, the Tim Green jersey retirement. I mean, what a what a great ceremony. Hundreds of his former teammates and former coaches back to support him. And um, I, I just I, I thought it was a, a great ceremony, a long overdue ceremony inside the Dome, but wanted to get your thoughts on uh, Did you have a chance to, to chat at all with Tim or his family? Oh, oh yeah. It, in, in, the, in the tunnel before he went out, I went over and embraced him. Uh, and told him I loved him, and I told him I appreciate who he is and what he, what he's done for this university and for football in general. He was a great player down there with the Falcons for 100, 100, 100 years, and I, I got a chance to go out on the field, and and but I did my my embracing in the tunnel before he went out. Uh, I just think Tim, Tim's a stand up stand up guy, a road scholar, an author, a, a teacher, a, a coach. Uh, He's just done so much for the game of football and so much for Syracuse University. Uh, I looked at him. I gave him a nice big hug, and I wished him the best. But it is long overdue. His jersey belongs up there. He's one of the great, great players in the history of Syracuse football. Talking with Hall of Famer Floyd Little here on Orange Nation, and and Floyd, um, you know, also honored at that game, the '59 National Champions, and and you know, I know talking with you on Friday, um, not a team necessarily that you 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 know saw or or heard a lot when before you got to Syracuse, but certainly heard a lot about after you got to Syracuse. You you didn't get here too long after that championship was won. Um, what was it like seeing some of those guys and, and you know, seeing them again and seeing them honored in the Dome where really they hadn't been honored all that much, you know, in recent years? Yeah, it has been. It's been a long time. This is our first and only national championship team. And there are many, 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 many were up. I was down at Manly when they were rolling in as they were being celebrated at Manly Field before the game. And many of them saw me uh, as they drove in. And they stopped the car and got out and gave me a hug and told me that I should have been on their team and told me I was a great player. And, and I just enjoy because I've known so many of them over the years. But to see them all, see so many of them, and see Syracuse University reach out and honor them, as they should. And But to embrace them, the guys that played this game, the guys that won a national championship for us, uh, it was just an honor for me to have a chance to see them, greet them, embrace them, and tell them I loved it. You know, Floyd, we, we opened this interview by saying, uh, you know, by talking about the atmosphere and the electricity in, in the Dome that night. We saw a lot of very lean years around here, um, you know, over the course of a 15-year stretch or so, you know, from, from when Coach P left and, and to where Dino came. And there were some good seasons in there with, with Doug Marone and uh, spattered throughout, and Scott Schaefer had one good season. But I guess my point is, did, did you ever start to doubt 
that Syracuse football would get, get get back to this someday? I mean, that that 15 year stretch that was a little dry. Did you ever think that we would see a day when you got 50,000 plus back in the dome and a you know a national uh, a game that felt like it had national title implications because it, it did again. If Syracuse was able to knock off Clemson, that would have uh, you know changed the national title picture. Yeah, you, you're right. But I, you know, I, I you know, in my lifetime, uh, we were going in the wrong direction. But when we finally decided to hire a coach like Dino, I knew that he would get us back to prominence. Uh, when I looked at his record, what he did, what he's done how he's moved his team in the right direction and a positive direction. Some of the players that he's bringing in, some of the players that I uh, got a chance to meet uh, during the game. Uh, this, this coach will bring us where we need to, where we need to be. I, I, I guarantee you that. Last one for you, Floyd, before we get you out of here. I always have to ask you at least one NFL question. Uh, the big news today, uh, Eli Manning has been benched. Daniel Jones has taken over as the, the quarterback uh, with the New York Giants. Um, you know, you're in the Hall of Fame. Do, do you think that, that uh, Eli Manning joins you someday in the Hall of Fame? You think he's a Hall of Fame quarterback? He's got a couple of Super Bowl rings. Well, two, uh, he won two Super Bowls, yep. and that really, that really entitles him for that opportunity, just like Tom Coughlin. Who's uh, won two Super Bowls? He'll he'll be a Hall of Famer one day, and, and so would uh, Eli. Eli will make it at one point in time. You just can't look at one year or two years of a person's career and say that they're not a Hall of Fame uh, quality. But he is a Hall of Famer, and he will be. I, I refrain from asking you about the Broncos, who are off to an zero and two start. So we'll we'll let um, it. We'll, we'll, no, we'll, no, you can you can Steve, because <laughs> they, they they lost last week. I was in misery. Yep. They lost again to Chicago. Uh, they went for uh, two heartbreaking uh, fashion. I, yeah. Oh my goodness gracious! I this the last two weeks I've been in misery with my two teams the suffering losses. So. I, I guarantee you, next week it'll be a different deal. I can't wait to talk to you next week after we jump on uh, Western Michigan right. and, uh, and Tim Lester. So be ready next week to be a, a better week, and we can celebrate the, the victory for, for Syracuse and for the Broncos. All right, fair enough. I have to ask you about SU. I, don't, that, I was trying to spare you from having to talk about the Broncos, but, yes, I, will, I, I promise you I will ask you about the Broncos next week. Please. Floyd, we, we, uh, we always enjoy the time. Thanks so much for coming yeah, on. We'll, we'll talk to you again next Tuesday. This is good, Steve. Thanks for the call. All right. There he is, the Hall of Famer Floyd Little, brought to you every week by Drivers Village and by William Matar. Phone lines open the rest of the way at 315-437-7644. We're back after this on ESPN Radio.